Hello, Podlers. Thank you for downloading. Coming up, find out which piece of high-tech kit from the 1980s Matt Dyson used to get amorous with as a child. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) A scurrilous rumour. Sullying the good name of a a very pleasant child's toy. Yeah. It can speak, it can spell, but it couldn't do half the things Matt wanted it to do, that's for sure. Brace yourselves, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Ah, there you are. Just where I left you on Friday morning. How'd it go? What happened at the weekend? Spill the beans, people. 8, 12, 15. But try and tell the whole story in just six small words. It's what's the six-word weekend story for morning glory. 8, 12, 15, as I say. Um, Matt Dyson, do you want to get the ball rolling? Good morning, Davey. How are you? Very good, my friend. Thank you. Good. Oh, six words, yeah. Yes, please. House turned into a health spa. Oh, wow. This was Developers. And you're living in Greenbelt land. No, no, when will yeah, they learn? Exactly, no. Uh, it was because uh, it was Bess's birthday over the weekend, my eight-year-old daughter. And my wife, Katie, always wants to do outlandish party ideas. She's ne- We never do the old, oh, that's just hiring a soft play and uh, sit there for two hours while right. they play. It's like Jonathan fun. Ross's Halloween parties in well, your house. I, mean, <laughs> I think she stumbled upon her best one ever this time. So you've got uh, Bess and uh, eight or nine of her friends and uh, they come round and they're in like, so we, it's like a Bess's spa for the day. Oh, they come round in the robes, we give them all slippers, they've got robes. They um, they have a, they make their own avocado and uh, honey face packs and sit down relaxing with cucumber on their eyes. Because at the age of eight you do start to get your crows yes, and stuff, yeah. don't you? So, yeah. And then in the other room they've got, uh, they've got like, they're soaking their feet in the Himalayan bath salts oh. with rose petals and then upstairs I friend Gemma who's a beautician is doing their nails professionally uh, so they're just going around from room to room doing the spa treatments and then they have an afternoon tea and then they're off. I bet you're a he- your hero parents to best of oh, you. That sounds were. like you nailed it. It was, it was all Katie's hard work but yeah it went very well and the, it's amazing because there's eight eight year old girls all sat around drinking like uh, champagne Prosecco. flutes of, 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 yeah, yeah, well, it was it was schlur the non-alcoholic Non-alcoholic fizzy wine, of course. Schlur, schlur. They weren't schlurring their words. Turn back. <laughs> schlur, leave it. Schlur, leave it. We've all had a few schlur. So they, they, they sat around drinking schlur in their robes, just chatting away, and it was like a, it was like a Hindu. Like it was like you could see in ten years' time, they'll pre, pretty much be exactly the same as this, just sat there chatting about their weekends. And they were so grown up, it was scary. My Rob's a nightmare, was it? Yeah. Like? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. But they're talking about their little brothers and stuff instead. Oh. Yeah, so it's amazing. Well, well done on nailing it. Well done to Katie. That's mum of the year territory right there. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Matt Dyson spent the weekend turning his house into a spa for his daughter's eighth birthday. Emma Jones, how was your weekend? Can you tell us all about it in six words, please? Walked into a lamppost, very embarrassed. <laughs> oh, oh I yes, on the scar. Some oh. comedy pitfalls yeah, on the show. Bad. It, oh, oh, no. it bled loads. Yeah. I, it was just... Can I come closer? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was. I've got different glasses on as well because mine were all broken and bent. 
Oh, yes. wow, yes. That is bad. That didn't need stitches, though, did it? Well, my friend who's a doctor was round on Friday evening when I did it, and she right. it, it just kept dripping, and she was like, I do think you need to get some stitches, yeah, but she didn't have any on her, so... Uh, no. Why don't they just carry those things around like I, the old days? If you're going to be yeah, a doctor, you should... Yeah. Like one of those big old Victorian leather bags. That's what doctors yeah. should carry all the... Fl- so, um, were you looking at your phone? When- no, that's everyone's, oh, that's everyone's oh, first oh, question. Oh, I know. Well, my phone was in my hand. I was looking for a restaurant where I was going to meet my friends, my phone was in my hand, but I wasn't looking down at it. I was kind of looking at the side along all these like restaurants and cafes, and I was like, "Is it that one? Is it that one?" And then the pole just came up and and smashed me in the side of the oh. head. But it was more my pride that was hurt because yeah. it was in a busy King's Cross and uh, oh, King's the, Cross is all there were people. There's never a quiet time. No, there. it was lunchtime in King's Cross, and uh, yeah, there were there were a lot of people around, and they, everyone kind of just went. You know, when you hear like an audible, ooh. <laughs> And I would kind of have to just be like, it's fine, I'm all right. But um, went around the corner and uh, just dried up the blood and felt winded. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a weekend. I told Jay Lawrence that this morning, though, and he was like, ask the guys on the show. He has a theory that most people in their lives have walked into a lamppost. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have. But I wasn't on my phone. I was doing a paper round, I'm fairly sure, back in the 80s. Right, Okay. Because before this, it it never happened to me. It is amazing because you can't, you don't, see them and then suddenly it's come out of nowhere yeah, it's right there so it's like inevitable like the Spanish Inquisition is that what Jake's saying <laughs> yeah. at some point yeah, it's, it's coming no one expects it but yeah. it's happening yeah. <laughs> it could today be your day oh fingers crossed the Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix and Mission Christmas every child deserves a gift on Christmas Day so donate one at any Wix store and they'll make sure it gets to a disadvantaged child the trials and tribulations of the two days we label the weekend Morning. My six-word weekend is decks up, kids help, alcohol needed. That's from Kerry in Dartford. Christmas begun, Santa's grotto with kids from Liam in Hertfordshire. Put back out making my bed. Now, does that person Ooh. mean making their bed as in putting the duvet back, or do they mean physically building a new yeah, bed? Yeah, right, yeah. Let's hope it's the latter, because yeah. if you're putting your back out just by throwing the duvet over, <laughs> you're going to need to go and see a chiropractor or some kind of professional to mm. get you realigned. Morning, Dave. Blenheim Palace, Christmas lights, got whammed. Oh. Thankfully, it was on Saturday, so I'm still oh. in Jules in Bracknell. Wow. Yes, Dave underscore Berry underscore Insta, and on my Twitter feed, I've posted a little video explaining all about Wham again. We're going to get into that deep in about an hour's time. Go pub, get drunk, regret everything. <laughs> Is that advice? <laughs> Go pub. <laughs> Go wow. pub, get drunk, regret everything. <laughs> um, following on nicely from that is William Blake, Frank Turner, pub lunch. Oh, that's lovely. nice. That's that much more like, like a good it. Weekend. And uh, finally, now from this batch, and do keep them coming at 8, 12, 15, Laurie broken down, can't feel hands. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Gonna start the. Well, this week's worth of shows off with an important message. Here at Absolute Radio. We want to make sure that no child wakes up on Christmas Day without a gift. And Wix are helping us out. It's Mission Christmas. It's back and it's as lovely as it ever was. See, sadly, there are thousands of children across the UK right now living in poverty. And for some families, presents are just a luxury they can't afford. So, buy an extra gift, 
drop it off at any Wix store and they'll make sure it gets to a disadvantaged child in time for Christmas morning so they'll have something to open and enjoy on that special day. I've just got a little box, you can pop it in there and go about your business. Matt and I went and we, we did some filming for Mission Christmas at yeah. the Tottenham branch yes. in North London of Wix and there it is, it's just a giant box next to the till, you just pop the gift in there, unwrapped, it's just buy an extra present if you can, yeah. put it in there, Wix will do all the hard work after that and we are most grateful. Or, if you don't want to be doing that, you can text the word MISSION to 70910. That's MISSION to 70910 to give £10. Mission Christmas at Absolute Radio with our good friends at Wix is a great theme because no child should wake up without a gift on Christmas morning. Thank you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's time for Matt Dyson to socially arm you. Matt Dyson, what's going on out there? What's online? Um, well, there's lots of different stories doing the rounds this morning. Some I can't focus on from social media on air. Uh, there's one, the one big story. Hugh Edwards says he's going to retire when his contract runs out in 2023. OK. The main man on BBC News has Very not got long left. Enjoy it while you can, everyone. There's also a, a freaky bearded alien has been caught on Google Street View in Birmingham. Uh, you've seen the image, Dave. I've just shown you the image. Oh, was that in Birmingham in the UK? Yes. I yeah, just yeah. presumed that was in the States. Or no, something. yeah. Birmingham City Centre in broad daylight. A grumpy green man uh, getting out of a Honda Civic, clutching his wallet before walking off towards a Christmas market. Do you know Christmas let, market? Don't let David like Superfan. Exact Producer Mark it's about it. It's one of the lizard people. Finally, we have proof. <laughs> Finally, we have proof. Yeah, he's, I mean, we, but, so it's but there's a couple of things about it it's not on Halloween the Google Street View camera wasn't going around on Halloween okay. it's not faked because you can apparently see his reflection in the car it's just a guy with a, a green mask on producer <laughs> Mark sneaking over and a beard a freaky bearded alien is how uh, they describe him someone called Stevie Hall uh, spotted it while looking on Google Street View and he said he just froze in fear when he saw it the hairs went up on the back of his neck my, my friend and I thought we were seeing things so I had to check it again by putting in the postcode the Google info says it was shot in April wasn't even Halloween I'm not really into conspiracy theories but we've been full on full on them since seeing this wow. <laughs> there you go. that's enough to turn you that image you know this, this says a lot about me and what a poser I am I, twice I've been walking down separate streets oh, in my lifetime yeah. and seen the Google Street View car the one that's got the little turret coming out of the top yeah, with yeah. the 360 camera on it and each time I've kind of struck a pose. you do blue steel <laughs> I've, gone, yeah. I've, almost like, I've, I've stopped in the middle of the road but carried on like in a walking position Yeah, because that's how it works yeah. <laughs> uh, you start and, doing a boomerang for it yeah, and start pouncing yeah. oh nice but this guy's painting himself green you've still not been found though you could be out there I'm out you there somewhere maybe and someone's, I am looking good <laughs> maybe someone's not looked on the street and then the other big story we love to on uh, the social ammunition desk and we've been going big on this for a while now again it could be linked to conspiracy theories uh, a huge increase in giant crisps <laughs> we had a, who could forget the huge frazzle in Scotland oh, from earlier in the year forget. there's been a couple of incidences but now people are saying this could be the biggest yet uh, how big is, is it this is a six inch crisp wow found by a man called Daniel Heginbottom 43 in Kirkby and Ashfield in Nottinghamshire uh, it was a, an own brand Morrison's bag of the best sweet chilli crisps Six inches of 
of the sweet chilli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's taken a, a picture of the crisp, a ridged crisp, uh, six inches long. He put it next to a 2p coin just for scale. Ridged so, for his pleasure, I imagine. Yes, wow, yes, it certainly was, yeah. He's not eating it, though, so I mean, he's, he's kept it because he's just fascinated by it. Uh, this guy, uh, this guy, Daniel, he says, I pulled it out and it, it just kept on going. It was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. So I went and got a tape measure. It was six inches long. Wow. I was quite happy. It was the biggest crisp I'd ever seen. Uh, everyone wants to find a big crisp, don't they? And well, yes, Daniel, they do. He wins, <laughs> he wins best picture with big crisp. But the, uh, even the, the frazzle in Scotland, this is... Yeah, this is... The, he's loving that crisp. I mean, it is huge. There's one way he's holding it up and pointing at it. And the crisp looks almost the size of his head. It's, it's absolutely massive. Uh, so we'll keep you up to date but with... But brands all... are onto it, aren't they? If you're going to bake a big crisp, mm. put it in a random bag, yes. we're going to talk about it, the newspapers are going to photograph You're it. You're right, it's almost better than the golden ticket hidden inside a chocolate bar, isn't it? It's I like think so. a, Just make, hide random big crisps, you get a lot of publicity. It's not a bad idea. It's working. This is the world we live in, people. Deal with it. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Morning, I'm intrigued, almost to a nosy level, about what you got up to at the weekend, but I need you to boil it down to just six words, like Tracy and Coventry has. Harry Potter, Hogwarts in the snow. Ooh. That'll get all the Christmas feels coming, won't it? Joe in Brighton, ate body weight in cheese in Switzerland. Oh, yes. Lovely stuff. Robin Shooters Hill says... Cholton lost, Millwall drew, happy days. <laughs> we I did agree. lose, but yeah. let me tell well, you. start to your new era. That let was me, quite underwhelming. Well, I don't wasn't think it? anyone cares. <laughs> we, had, right. we had the lovely Scott Minto interviewing Chris Powell oh, the on the pitch Scott at the Minto. valley. Oh, which, dear, he's, Scotty, he's Scott, dear Scotty Minto. Darling Scott Minto. <laughs> well, the minty one. Yeah. How I love you. <laughs> um, but the, and, you know, there was just a sea of red in the crowd. Oh, Our new yeah. chairman looks young and cool, and it was great. So all the fans were wearing... shirt tight combo they on. They were wearing black hoodies with, during the old uh, A whole load of the North Stand have been wearing black wow. to, to, uh, under Roland Dushilat's um, ownership and yeah. now the red has come back to oh. the valley. And they threw little pigs on the pitch at one point in protest. In protest. They? Not what, real pigs, like one of the One pigs. of the nice, in this time of austerity, one of the lovely things is having the head of the uh, Supporters Trust being interviewed on Sky, who said one of the best things about the takeover news was that we they had a protest plan for the game against Hull, which is televised oh. next Friday on the 13th. Always on Telly, you? Oh, yeah. yeah, but he said that luckily they gave us the news of the takeover just in time because I was about to pull the trigger on 5,000 protest posters being printed. <laughs> but luckily we, oh, we cancelled the order and saved the money, <laughs> which I absolutely love. Um, my six-word weekend story is child repeatedly kicked me in face. Oh. What I've noticed is um, repetition is key when it comes to being a dad. Yeah. And so I took Evangeline to the park. We put her in, I put her in the little swing and then I pushed her backwards and I just as once, a one-off of a bit of laugh, when she came towards me, I went, Puh! Ah, nice. And, like, did the little mile. Oh, always And good. she started laughing. Yeah. And so that's how I spent most of Saturday morning. Oh, just great fun. A child repeatedly kicking me in the face. Yeah, nice. So you're lucky it's the face. When they get bigger and you're holding them, it yeah. starts to go lower down oh, the Oh, no. The kicking. Downstairs. Yeah, yeah downstairs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Crispy. You've got that to look forward to. Oh. <laughs> um, and if you want to hear more top parenting tips, you can, of course, download Dave Berry's Dad Pod. Uh, the new episode is out and about. My guest, I'm so thrilled to say Chris Kamara oh, unbelievable legend. Jeff he is a legend yeah. Emma and he's on the dad pod you can subscribe rate and review from wherever you get your podcast from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio that's Amore love love sweet love 
in a relationship, two people loving one another and also taking the time to store away every single little thing they do wrong so they can pull it out at a future date and go, ah, do you remember the time that you... <gasps> it's the relationship Rolodex! <laughs> um, and I, I feel I should start. Yeah. I mean, I'm a nightmare to be married to. I know that. Sarah Jane's just too polite to ever pull things out from the Rolodex. Right. Well, actually, she does, but, you know, that's all part of it, isn't it? It's all part of the relationship Rolodex. Give and take. We moved house this year, and one of the things that we agreed on was come Christmas, we would have very minimalist, stripped-back Christmas decorations. Right. I like a minimalist lifestyle. Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah. Strip Everybody it all away, that. people. Everyone knows that, yeah. Um, in fact, when I lived on my own, um, Alex Zane, who comes up on the show from time to time, Mr Sky Cinema, said that it, I, it was like I had the house of a serial killer. <laughs> it was it just is one, one, one pot yeah. plant, and that's all There's that you need. Bla- black and white art. It's quite black and white themed, isn't it? It's so, all black and white. So is the Christmas tree just covered in like black and white decorations? Right. We are, sounds- we we agreed. This is why the only reason I would bring it up is we agreed that we would have it minimalist. I thought yeah. this. Was, so you can imagine my horror when the eighth delivery arrives at the door. Oh. We open it up um, and it's well. Firstly, what it is is more recycling, but let's not get into that. And it's it's fake snow, a carpet of fake snow Ooh. for I think the third almost Christmas scenic. Um, Set that she's building in the right. in the house. Oh, she's building a, a, a grotto scene. We've got grottos, got nativities, we've yeah. got fake snow, <laughs> oh, we've, got, we've got two trees. Oh, you yes. know, yeah, you... one tree isn't enough these days. Apparently, you need a smaller one. You need as a small. Well. Yes, we've yeah, got a main one tree, one, one which is coming next week, and a small tree, which is which. You know, there's a, that gap under the stairs where we did used to keep the buggy. Yeah, the buggy's gone, so that's now just like pink and like in the middle of the black and white room. It's oh. near my head. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> fine, and it's oh. just there. Ah, look at you. Um, and then where the buggy once resided, tucked away neatly, is now a Christmas scene. We've yeah. rained. I've got two penguins from TK Maxx, the ones I turned oh, on the other yeah, day when yeah, I had yeah. one too many and oh, had yeah. my daughter's chicken curry. From my good friends at TK Maxx, yeah. Um, <laughs> so then we've got those as well. Oh, wow. That is... That's, well, you can put up I with was it promised. A, you can put up with that for a month, though, can't you? Take one for the team day. No, do you know what's going to happen? Oh, you have to store it for the rest of the uh, year. It's yes. going to take up all your storage space. S for storage. Uh, yes. yes. P for promise broken. Yeah. <laughs> F for festive nightmare. <laughs> the Rolodex is just it's full of this. This time of oh, year, and it's so over to you guys. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. <laughs> we spent that last song, which, if you're listening to one of our eight playlists on Absolute Radio, is Noel Gallagher's Christmas Effort, Wandering Star. And what a great song it is! We spent the duration of that um, just carrying on with the relationship Rolodex. We're all so we're so angry, we're just ranting about Christmas decorations. <laughs> it's meant to be a bit of fun. The most wonderful time of the year. We all went into B for budget. (laughs) (laughs) How much is acceptable to spend on Christmas decorations and children's parties and all these things? There is no limit. It's tough, it is tough. You can't put a price on your children's happiness. No, no, that's that's very true, it's very true. Uh, 8, 12, 15, get in touch. Paul did just that. And he says, last Sunday I ran my first ever half marathon. At around the 10k mark, my phone started ringing and I saw it was my wife. 
thinking something was wrong, I stopped right. to take the call, only to find out she was just checking if I was all right. <laughs> <laughs> taking the call also stopped my timer. Oh, so I didn't know how long the run had taken until I received a text from the organisers saying it was two hours and nine seconds. I was a little disappointed at not being under the two-hour mark, and even more so when I checked my phone and realised the call had lasted for ten seconds. Oh, oh, Emma, you're a, you're a professional runner. Honestly, if you've trained for a, a race, and there's a big build-up, you know, you would have put a lot of work yeah, into that yeah, for someone yeah. to scupper it all with a ten-second phone call. Under H for half marathon. And he would have presumed that oh, it must be an emergency, it must be something serious. No, oh no, just checking to see how you Because if you know your partner's running a half yeah, marathon, yeah. You, don't, you just leave them alone. We call. Did, Sarah Jane did the Parks Marathon the other day. Yeah, I don't yeah. call you till no. you call me. Don't you call me, I know you finished. Yes, I'm not exactly. going to, yeah, yeah. you know, don't get involved. I have something under L day for Lion King. It was a surprise birthday gift from my husband. Caught the train to London, arrived at the Lyceum, only to be turned away at the door. The tickets were dated for the previous Sunday. Mm. <laughs> That's from Caroline. So many mishaps. So many Lion King-based problems. <laughs> the Lion King has Damn broken musical. up more families. <laughs> it's the musical. circle of divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah, you're right. The Lion King has caused so much misery yeah. over the years, hasn't it? So many people get in touch about I the Lion King. It's, weird, it's it? either they, they were promised they'd go and they haven't been. Nothing, we say, nothing good ever comes from, from the, the Lion King. King. A boycott the Lion King. Seriously. Just that's what we say. That's going to be our new campaign. We will not rest until the Lion King has been shut down. It's ruining people's lives. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. S for Strep. Not S Express, <laughs> Matt's favourite song of the 80s. <laughs> yeah. S for strep. Dave, unbeknownst to me, I used to be a strep A carrier, which caused frequent sore throats. I hadn't been with my boyfriend long when he got a sore throat and then an horrendous rash all over his body. Ooh. The doctor asked if he knew where he caught it from as it was caused by strep and it needed treating. To add insult to injury, he was one of the unlucky few who went on to develop psoriasis as a side effect. The rash got much better, but will never completely be resolved. That's from Sophie in advice. What a lovely message. <laughs> what a lovely message. S for strep <laughs> is what Sophie's boyfriend has got <laughs> in his relationship Rolodex. <laughs> Keep them coming. We're going to do a whole load of these towards the end of the hour. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It is the 2nd of December, which means yesterday it began. It is, of course, hashtag Whamageddon. I cannot believe we're doing, it's like, back. I can't believe this is back again. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, it seems like only yesterday we were at the Isle of Wight Festival in yeah. the middle of the summer, and now we're talking all things Whamageddon. Comes around so quickly. Um, we've been doing this on the show for the last couple of years. For any newcomers, this is what goes down. Rule one. The object of the challenge is to go as long as possible without hearing the Wham! Christmas classic, Last Christmas. I need to point out this is nothing against Wham! or that song. Both Wham! and the song are great, mm -hmm. but it's so popular, therein lies the challenge. 
So you need to go as long as possible without hearing Last Christmas. The challenge started yesterday on December the 1st and ends at midnight on Christmas Eve, December 24th. Only the original version applies. You can listen to covers and remixes freely. It's just the original. The moment you hear the song and recognise it, you are out. Get in touch. Hashtag Whamageddon on Ad Absolute Radio or you can text me on 81215. Uh, and finally, and we'll find out why this is an important rule, you cannot deliver deliberately be whamageddoned. Mm-hmm. If one of your friends thinks they're being funny by waiting until the 22nd of December and then playing it to you when you enter the room, yeah. that doesn't count. No. You are still in. Yeah, it's you... got to happen naturally. Um, one little lesson I've learned from um, last year is, do you remember those people got in touch and said that they worked for the ambulance crew and they had the sirens on and oh, they were yeah. treating somebody and then when the sirens turned off, it was on the radio oh, yeah. and I let them back in. Yes. I said you're oh, back yeah, in. That's right, Do you yeah. remember the fallout from no. that? Oh yeah. Ooh, people were people not were happy. Not happy. The no one's going back arms. in. Yeah. I'm not going to make that mistake yes, again. Yeah. No way. Um, unfortunately, some of you are already out. Yeah. We're going to go through some of your texts and tweets into the show, not only to kind of like celebrate the fact that you guys are still playing along, but also. As these are provide there's there's tips here. There is the ways in which to, people have been whamageddon. Yeah. You can you can learn from this. So we're going to be doing it next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Don't get whammed. Whamageddon is back. If you're just joining us, I'll go through the rules. There are five simple ones. The object of the challenge is to go as long as possible without hearing the Wham! Christmas classic last Christmas. The challenge starts on December 1st and ends midnight on December 24th. Only the original version applies. You can listen to covers and remixes freely. The moment you hear the song and recognise it, you are out and you cannot deliberately be Whamageddon'd by a so-called friend. So this has been happening across my socials where I posted a little video explaining the rules. It's Dave underscore Berry underscore Insta or Dave Berry underscore Tweet. I just love an underscore. I'm out, Dave. Went to someone's house to buy a sofa and they had it on the TV in the oh, lounge. Oh, what? Whammed, says Ben. That's me unplugging every Alexa in the house, says John. It's mm. a good piece of advice. Last year I played this for the first time, Dave. I did really well. I made it to the 22nd of December. Then a mate called me from Belgium and whammed me down the phone. Kev, you are still in, my friend. That's not allowed. That's rule number five. Dave, I'm already out. I got whammed at the Christmas market in Frankfurt yesterday. Oh. Day one, I'm devastated, so says Carla. many brave soldiers falling at the first hurdle. <laughs> this is bad. Last year, I got to the 23rd of December, oh. hoping to make it all the way this year. Good luck, everybody, says Fiona. Thanks, Fiona. I somehow made it all the way to Christmas Day last year, and I finally heard it during dinner. Pretty good timing, I thought. This year, I'm already out on day one from Justin. And then there's this haunting message from a, a listener called Dan who got, got in touch. <laughs> Deliberately whammed myself off. Oh, no. It's easier and less stressful. <laughs> oh, wow. We had Falling one of these yesterday. We did with someone when someone locked themselves in their downstairs loo and whammed themselves off last year <laughs> just because they couldn't handle the pressure anymore. Richie first been whamming himself and, and his wife. Has he? Has he? Oh, yeah, they did it together because uh, she didn't want to go the whole of December and not hear that, that banger. Oh, right. Well, it's a great song, it. as we say, but you know that's, that's where the challenge lies. Um, so people are whamming themselves off. Don't be one of those people. Let's see how far we can go. Now, this building, number one Golden Square in London Soho, is fraught with danger because yeah. just one floor below us is... 
magic. <laughs> and they play that song yeah. a lot. And they have, they even have magic Christmas, don't they? That's what yes, they, they yeah. do. So it's tough when you're going for a coffee on the first floor. Wear ear defenders. That's all I'm saying. Or just don't go. We don't go for a wee the whole of December yes. because you yeah, might hear yeah, it in yeah, the yeah, toilet. Yeah. It's the only logical solution, yeah. Emma. Yeah. Um, also, of course, apparently they're doing a co-pro with a film called Last Christmas. Oh which yes, is, is I've got to have it in it, surely. That's out this year. Therein lies the problem for me hard. this year because yeah. I want to see want that to film. See well, yeah. But I'm going to get whammed. See it on Christmas Day. Uh, I think I've got better things to do. <laughs> Just a suggestion. Cinema will be empty, won't it, at least? <laughs> um, also, there's an advert for a very, very good cause. I don't want to take that away from this. Uh, it's a yeah. very good cause. It's voiced by Channel 4 news superstar, Jon Snow. As soon as you hear Jon Snow's voice on an advert, it's time to turn over because they play it towards the end. Do they? Right. Somewhere has got in touch. Uh, a lot of people saying on Spotify there's a Christmas playlist. It's like the second track in. Okay. Uh, look out for that. That's getting a lot of people. Um, last year Fuller's pubs they completely stopped playing it until yes. uh, until Christmas Day which was good of them we need to get them on board again 8, 12, 15 if you're a business you run a business that sometimes would of course this time of year be playing last Christmas but you're happy yeah. to take it off so we can pass that on to our listeners and they know that your business your establishment is a safe space Tesco was a real hot spot last year um, and here's a little guarantee from us you will not hear Wham's last Christmas on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show across all eight of our playlists between 6am no. and 10am you won't hear on you're the radio 70s because it didn't come out in the 70s. There you go. You won't hear on 80s. Well, yeah, I've just realised I, yeah. I thought I was making a big sweet <laughs> gesture there, but. Yeah. You won't hear on no, classic rock. Half, yeah, <laughs> half, the, <laughs> half the playlist. But it's a safe space, you nonetheless. Can, yes, this is the only station to listen to. You start dipping out and listening to local radio, that's oh, your own, this your oh, own fault. Don't, don't touch that dial. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. So let's get down to this money giveaway, shall we? Yeah. But normally, one of us is charged with the task of creating a song Mm -hmm. to really give it some oomph. Yeah. But this time round, we've decided to turn our attentions not to a member of the Breakfast Show team, but to an icon of the (laughs) 1980s. Matt, you were around then. Yeah. It's a little after <laughs> Emma and I. You pretend you weren't. Yeah. No, I'm not pretend you weren't. What? Yeah. What, are you, yeah. what are you talking about? Um, tell us all about <clears throat> The Speak and Spell. Oh, The Speak and Spell was a lovely Your only kid. friend for many years yes, in the 80s. Was the only person that talked I to me. I love you, Matt. <laughs> Matt is the best. <laughs> I love, I Matt is my, good at football. I, I love <laughs> my Speak and Spell. You know, my Speak and Spell never picks me last for a football team. <laughs> <laughs> the speaking spell was, of course, an electronic... The first, the first thing you French kissed as well, I believe. Yes, yeah, we have a Oh, great you are such a good kisser, Matt. <laughs> my Lord. My Lord. Gone too far, I'm going to I would not besmirch my speaking spell. It was, it was Matt's it. ex machina. He was doing it back in 83. <laughs> really a dated it version. It's weird science. <laughs> oh, I love the way they talk. The speaking spell talks. So. Come on, Matt, please tell us about me. <laughs> OK, yeah. Uh, the speaker spell was an electronic handheld children's computer from the early 80s made by Texas Instruments. And they would be dismayed to hear the way you're talking about their, their excellent invention, Dave. They consisted of a, a TMC 0280 linear predictive coding speech synthesizer. Nice. It was a proper piece of kit and it had a keyboard. It was basically the first 
iPad. One of the first speaking computers. iPad. It's not an iPad. It's like a tablet. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it was quite tablety. I know you genuinely don't remember the speaking spell, but to compare it to the iPad, <laughs> yeah. a, what's that sound? Oh, it's Steve Jobs turning yeah. his brain. Um... So we have got the speak and spell Matt's only childhood friend <laughs> to do the £80,000 giveaway song. Who'd like to hear it? Yes, please. Okay, take it away, speak and spell. Team, the speaking spell, everybody. Yeah. Absolute 80s. He's 10 years old. This Wednesday, we're celebrating by giving you a chance to win £80,000. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Just 48 hours away from the 10th birthday of Absolute 80s and me having a guest on the show in the shape of the little Maharaja from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It's happening. Well, it's... We're getting close. You know what, it's been a lot harder than, than I thought. Yeah. And when all the Arkham Witch stuff came in and yeah. him being the bass player, I thought, oh, this is actually going to be quite easy. Yeah. No. We'll have a lot of time to kind of book mm. him in, nail it down, make sure that it works. Because we know that he's in the States now. Yeah. And we know that he works in aviation. Obviously, that's a, that's a job that involves shift patterns. So we can get all this stuff sorted out with the actor Raj Singh and have him on the show. It was a dead end, unfortunately. Yes. Red herring. And also, as I say, it's such a high-security job, uh, air traffic controlling, that it's difficult to kind of just call mm. someone up and go, hey, we're calling from the UK, do you want to be yeah. on Dave's breakfast show? And then this happened. <clears throat> Fanboy Expo. Ooh. This dates back to 2017. Is very excited to announce that Raj Singh will be making his first ever convention appearance so he doesn't do this stuff easily. Wow. Raj saw the announcement of Jonathan Key Kwan, of course, that's short round, you call him Dr. Jones, oh, don't Yes. The other day and contacted us about coming to the show. Raj played the role of the little Maharaja in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Um, he did not pursue a career in Hollywood and instead went into aviation. Uh. Get your tickets. So we have already found out the name of the person and the contact details of the guy who runs the Fanboy Expo. And as soon as he wakes up, which will be after the show, we're going to contact him and we're going to say, we know that you've got the contact details of Raj Singh because he was at your expo in 2017. Uh. And then with just 24 hours remaining, the little Maharaja will be on the show. Very breakfast. 
Joe with Wicks. Monday, of course, means there is a new episode of Dave Berry's Dad Pod available for you to download, subscribe, rate and review, and above all, enjoy. Uh, my guests so far in the season have been John Thompson, Kojo, Rob Beckett, Emma Willis, father of daughters, and last time out, Tim Minchin, the multi-talented Tim Minchin. We even got my boyhood keyboard for him to have some fun with on the podcast. You can download it from wherever you get your pods from. And this Monday, I am so excited to say my latest guest is none other than Chris Kamara. Cammy is on the dad pod. And whoever comes on, there's a couple of questions I ask every single guest. And one of them is for a piece of dad advice for anyone who's taking the time to download and listen. And this is what Cammy had to say. My dad advice would be I constantly... And I make an effort to do it once a month, ask him how things are. It's a constant thing I have to do financially, relationship-wise, how the kids are, do they need any help, do they want anything from me, business-wise, financially, or can I ring up and use my influence to help you along? And that's what I do constantly. Hopefully, you know, they appreciate that. Sometimes, no, no, Dad, we're fine, we're fine. You don't need to keep asking. No, no, but I want to ask. I don't want you to wait until I'm dead to enjoy my money. I want you to enjoy my money while I'm alive. So, Cammy um, really got involved in a dad pod. He talked about his relationship with his two sons. He talked about his relationship with his father. He talks about the sliding door moments that got him into football. Uh, There are some very funny tales from his time as a football player and a manager and some of the adventures he's been on with Jeff Stelling, for example, (laughs) um, and his sons, all thanks to football. And as I say, it was by chance that he got into it. Well, it's by talent that he got into it. But it wasn't necessarily a smooth road. Uh, To hear Cammy tell you all about his life and his relationship with his sons and his own dad uh, download the dad pod from wherever you get your podcast from the dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio let's smash stuff together shall we inspired by the playlist so it's songs and also by a story from matt dyson's social ammo which he delivered at 6 35 this morning involving well matt tell everyone about your six inches this guy is a guy with a massive crisp it's not the frazzle from earlier in the year up in scotland this is uh, what they're saying is potentially the biggest crisp ever found in the uk it's a guy who works in north nottinghamshire uh, and he's found the biggest crisp in a packet of uh, morrison's own brand uh, um, sweet chilli flavour, I think it was. Ridged crisps. Daniel Heggenbottom, 44, he found it. Well, if Heggers, as I like to call him, <laughs> is going to find the world's biggest crisp, we have to let it have an influence on the show, which is why we're smashing together crisps and songs. 8.12.15 on the text or tweet me at Absolute Radio. The tradition is we do three each. Yeah. We're already down Glenn, yeah. who's the kind of master of this. Yeah. So Emma, you're not too to have, shabby, of course. We need to have three then, yeah. I've only got one. No. <laughs> but it's a good one. caveat, it's so good that to put another two around it would, right. would sully it. Okay. Because it's, it's that good. It's probably the greatest piece of crisp slash song wordplay right. ever, ever created. Well, it's a big build-up. All the Pringle ladies. Job done. Matt Dyson? <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. I went with the Craig David classic. What's your quaver? Tell me what's your quaver. Ooh, that's better than my one. That's a bit annoying. <laughs> it's Cheeto time by Cheeto. Oh. And sell me fries, sell me scampy flavoured fries. Oh, the nice trio. Nice. Emma Jones, what you got? I got Chips Don't Lie by Shakira. <laughs> Walkers This Way. Nice. And uh, Pringle All The Way. Ah. So it's Chris versus songs the dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio
It was crisps versus songs on the Daily Smash. <laughs> Adam, who's wrapping parcels, got in touch first of all with Lincoln Pork Scratchings. Ooh. Last crisp mass from Katie. <laughs> the Monster Munch Mash from Ryan in Birmingham. Panic at the Discos from Nathan. Oh, are discos still available? Yeah, oh, yeah. they are, yeah. Such right. powerful salt and vinegar flavouring. Be careful with them. Angela's gone for the brilliant Quaving All My Love For You. Oh, lovely. Jordan says Hip To Be Squares. Very nice. And finally, Guy has gone for Let's Hear It For McCoys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they Very don't get nice. enough credit. Very they? nice. What you got um, over there, Matt? Ballroom Skips from yeah. Tony Barnett. A blue Royster cult, says Tom Birkin. Wow. <laughs> Remember Royster's? <laughs> they were amazing, weren't they? Gladys Knight and the Skips, says Buddy. <laughs> Ketalica, says Ian. Like kettle chips. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Um, Snacker Jack White, Angela Randall says. Uh, Michael's gone for smoky bacon on the water. Hashtag Daily Smash. Africa by Tato, the Irish crisps. <laughs> Pom Bear Naked Ladies says oh. Nate H. Transformer Snack My Bitch Up says David Grime. And Bobby C has gone for What's It Coming Over the Hill? Is It a Monster Munch? <laughs> Excellent work. Excellent work, everybody. The Daily Smash will be back tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's time once again to bid you farewell after a morning's worth of breakfast radio. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Let's look ahead to tomorrow, shall we? Because it's very important that you know the following. At 8am sharp tomorrow morning on this very breakfast show, I'm going to be announcing the lineup for the Isle of Wight Festival 2020. I am privy to some of the bands and artists that will be taken to that hallowed stage. Yeah. And believe you me, you don't want to miss it. It is a spicier meatball. Ooh. To be enjoyed. Any hints or clues? No, 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 no. no. Can you <laughs> make any noises that might make us seem how excited you are? Oh! <laughs> oh, oh, what's that clue? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Not James was. Brown, I'm not unfortunately, <laughs> even though that's exactly <laughs> what it sounded like. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. A hologram of James well, Brown. Well, hey, hey, Mads! If you keep wildly guessing, you might get something right. I don't like it. It's I dangerous. would go and watch a hologram of James Brown, to be honest. Oh, yeah. If any hologram people are out there listening, yeah, okay. make it happen. Well, find out if there's a hologram of James Brown at the Isle of Wight Festival 2020 <laughs> tomorrow at 8. Uh, it is an incredible lineup, uh, so don't miss that. Um, if you miss any of today's show, the best way of consuming it is to download the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, which this morning is named, I'm so pleased about this, The Forbidden Love Between a Boy and His Speak and Spell. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes, man. Come on. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.